Hey everybody, welcome to episode 39 of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. Gene Pool Variety Hour. You always dive in like that. Um, my name is Sean, I'm the old guy, I'm the dad of the group, I'm the old nerd of the family, and that guy over there is... And, I'm the, and I am Connor, the um the one who obviously got the looks in the family. I mean, I mean, just look at this jawline and then look at that jawline and you see that's where I get it from. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... Um, this is not our normal night. We are usually doing this on Friday night, but we did not get to do it Friday night, so we're doing that, it on Saturday that's night. That's my B, everyone. That's my <laughs> B, everyone. Yeah, I'm not going to go there, but anyway. So, Connor was having a little bit of a rough day yesterday, so we just decided to shift it today. And yeah. uh, so, uh, also, I w- uh, hopefully you guys can tell that things sound differently on my end. Um for those that have watched the podcast, uh, watched the stream the last few weeks, you've probably noticed that my sound, my mic, is sounding worse and worse and worse. Apparently, it was dying. So, some of my buddies that are uh, more uh, seasoned streamers than I am and uh, sound engineers, they helped me do some troubleshooting and kind of helped me figure out that my mic was just kind of dying. So, I got a new one. So, I now have a HyperX Quadcast. And I love this thing, not because it's got a little light in it. You know, Connor likes the bling stuff, and I used to when I was younger. I'm old now. I don't care about the light. I just wanted it to sound better. And I think these it headphones does. can actually bling. Hang on, if I'm if I plug them up, but yeah. I don't have any spare outlets. Mine too. You know, mine for that I play with the Xbox. They've got a USB plug to make them light up. I could care less. So anyway, um, I'm oh. hopefully you can testify to the fact that this sounds better than the other mic. Does it? To you, Connor. I'm asking my. Oh, I'm asking oh, you. I'm sorry. I thought, I'm asking you. I'm looking at I, you, and I'm asking I, you. I thought you were talking to the audience. <laughs> no. And um, oh, I just realized that I. Uh, oh well. Anyway, that's okay. Um, I forgot to start recording, so I'll have to just download this off of Twitch and then get the audio from there. So I'll do that. Come on, Dad. Yeah, you know I'm. Good morning, sudden. I'm managing multiple different things here. Oh, and by the way, I forgot Chase. So that's that, that. There we go. Anyway. Are you are are you sure that's gonna get him in? Yeah, he's right there. I can see him. See, because I'm looking at the OBS stream, you're looking at the Zoom stream. So the and camera looks at, a, at the Twitch stream. Right. So so oh, you're looking at the Twitch there stream. We, yeah. How how else am I gonna interact with with people who comment in? Well, that's true. That's true. So, but because I'm running on OBS Studio, um, I can actually I've got the chat right here, so I can see it right here. It's awesome. Not that anybody's here because it's Saturday night. And or what are we having to do? Some kind of meditation or something? What's 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 going on over there on the <laughs> in Ohio right now? I'm um, I'm psyching myself up. I'm uh, I'm centering myself self well while also acting goofy at the same time. Okay. Well. Anyway, I, I am at my goof center right now. Okay, that's good to know. So anyway. You want um, me at my goof center. That's what brings in the bucks. You know, apparently, apparently the pizza rant went over quite well with with friends last week. So um, I had had a much better experience with pizza yesterday. Um, we decided to go with Fox's Pizza instead of your old place. Much better, eh, better pizza. Eh, I've never, I've never really liked oh, Fox's Pizza. Their the pizza. stuff is way too thin. It know, is. Other it is. It is thin. You're right. It's a thinner crust, but the sauce is so much better than Marcos. 
they um th- they use too much of it though. Mm. Um, they use so much sauce. Sauce on uh, um, their pizzas all look red. Hit them. You forget. Hit them for a brief time. I um I worked at Fox's Pizza too. Oh, that's true. But anyway, so the point is, it was much better. The experience was better. The pizza was better. So, and it was actually done okay. according to order this time. The first yeah. time, not the second time either, like last time. Anyway, yeah. but um, um, I'm, I've I'm, I've kind of got a pizza rant too, by the way. Oh, okay, go. Yeah. Um. What, um are we going to be like a pizza podcast now? I mean, what's what's this all about? I I don't. That's a, that'd be a good podcast. I would watch that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Um. Yesterday, I ordered from Pizza Hut, and um. And, and so I got. So I got their um. Their okay. their large pan pizza, and and they messed it up. I, I asked for. Well, that's not good. Um. I asked for extra cheese, extra sauce. That they, they gave me light sauce. Um. And light cheese. And and um. And then I also asked for. For double pepperoni and bacon, mm-hmm. they gave me, they gave me regular p- pepperoni. Um, in fact, one would even call it light pepperoni, and no. And they were overcooked. Okay, uh, I like don't they know. Were black. I didn't hear you. Uh, hopefully, they did. I think you dropped it. The. Oh, come on. Uh, no, uh, just for for like two or three seconds. The, come on, Sid. The, the, the audio engine had to get restarted. Sometimes it does that. Uh, we've had pretty good luck with it lately, but it, it kind of crashed there for a second. Anyway, um, so. Anyway, it sucked yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah, and today, um, all, just like an hour before we were getting started, um, got a crisis in the house. So you know that what nobody kind of was. Crisis? So you know that nobody was here when I started doing Christmas decorating. De- decorating, and they were out in Oklahoma, right? Because because yeah, you know, COVID and Thanksgiving, yeah. and I had to stay here. And so um, I was doing some decorating, including the mantle, and there was some stuff on the mantle that wasn't Christmas stuff and needed to come down. So I got the Christmas stuff out for the mantle over the fireplace. What did you up. break? Hold on, I didn't break anything. And put that stuff up, and then took the stuff that was on the mantle, and I was almost, I mean, I was positive that I put everything in that bin. And so then when we broke down all the Christmas stuff, um, I just took all that stuff down, put it back in that bin, took the stuff in the bin, and put it back on the mantle. Apparently, everything except that heart rock. The heart rock. You lost the heart rock. You lost the the heart rock. it's in the house somewhere. Obviously, it didn't get thrown away or moved or mailed to anyone else or given as a gift. It's here somewhere. I just can't find it. Now, people need to understand the importance of this heart rock. Let me tell you the story about this heart rock, okay? Um, I'm the one who found it. I know, and I'm going to let you – right, I, I know. But your mom and I were just talking about why that – you know, your mom is not the most sentimental person, and she only has – a few things that sh- that are really super important, and that's one of them. Um, about 10 years ago, maybe going on 11 now, um, you, my, I was here, I was home working, and my wife and my boys were all out in Oklahoma visiting in-laws, her, you know, father-in-law, mother-in-law, and all of them for the summer. They, do, they used to do that when the kids were little. And 
my father-in-law passed away while they were there. He had a stroke. It was unexpected. It was pretty traumatic and pretty upsetting for everybody. Um, but luckily, all the family was there except me, which was great. So they were there with him, which was wonderful. But they live out in the middle of Oklahoma and have a lot of their own land, and they have a creek that runs through their land. And just to try to distract the kids and distract my wife and her sisters and my mother-in-law with everything that's going on, they decided to walk down the creek and just kind of spend some time down at the creek. And while they were down at the creek, as all this emotionally traumatic family stuff was going on, Connor reached down into the creek and found a what? A rock. Um, um, a rock. It was about the size of my head, and and it and it somehow eroded and cracked. Um, all all that all that good stuff into the shape of a heart. It was an exact. not the exact same shape of a heart anatomically, but the exact shape of a heart that you would draw for hell like for Valentine's like a that kind, kind of heart, you know, yeah. that kind of heart. It was perfect, and so that, and then he gave it to my wife, and just because he wanted her to feel better, and that's because that's Connor's heart. He wants people <laughs> to feel better. He just has a good heart, and so Aww. here that my my wife lost her dad unexpectedly. Um, and Connor finds a heart and gives it to her all that same at that same time. So that heart has a lot of value to her. And so I'm kind of beating myself up pretty hard right now until I find that thing. Um, so tomorrow, after church, I'm getting in the attic and I'm going through every single Christmas bin that we have in the attic again. So I may be in the attic for a few hours. <laughs> but... Um, I've got to find it. So anyway, so that's that was happening right before the podcast started tonight. So uh, I was a little distracted. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't have that. That's kind of what's going on right now. See so anything uh, fun or interesting or boring or anything like that going on with you? Um, um, um let's see. I um, um, I got to hang out with 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 the in laws on my end again today. He while while me and Mickey were doing laundry. Just some, just a casual kind of hangout type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I I go um I go every, every Saturday I'm off um because that's when me and Nikki do do laundry to, right um, traditionally right and 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 as always we um we end up getting into telling stories um and and having and having kind of like family type talks mm-hmm. which which um. Um, it's it's kind of like a it's it's interesting um c- coming from my end because mm-hmm. because they are open about everything they talk about everything no holds no holds barred they just let it all out mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and that's kind of new to me you know <laughs> well I mean it is when you think about it okay now we were pretty open about things there were just we I mean. There were things that would that your mom and I would talk about or do or be involved with that we wouldn't talk to our children about, but um, but we were pretty open about things. I mean, you and I have had some conversations recently that are pretty open. So um, so anyway, well, <laughs> do you want me to go into detail? We know we never finished them. That's the thing. <laughs> that's well, that's true. But that's that, see that see but, that's true. But that's a testament to both your and my ADHD. 
Ah, <laughs> more but, than anything else. But, but didn't you tell me just the other day you, you were going to get back to me about those questions, but you never did? Case in point, ADHD. <laughs> Um, I, um, but yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so um, the stories I love hearing about the most are are the stories of of Mr. Sexton, um, during um during his army days, you know. Mm, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because hold my he beer, has watch some this. real gut busters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, one of his stories literally involved a line just like that. Okay. Almost every, almost every outlandish military story starts with, and so there I was. <laughs> almost everyone starts that way. So anyway, oh man, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I um um I would repeat them if I could, but yeah, um, but 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 it's a combination of of being inappropriate for this type of stream mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, the family yeah. friend, friendly not family stream. friendly not family friendly and, gotcha gotcha and um and two i'm 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 worried that i may accidentally uh, divulge too much information and end up being a target ah, you know? okay okay understood understood so, <laughs> you know what that's like right i gotta keep a tight lip, lip about some things dude i'm a psychologist that's kind of my job <laughs> professionally at least right 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 so anyway yeah. um, um but uh, yeah every time i go over there i always end up busting my gut laughing you know yeah, yeah. So they're just... pretty funny they're pretty funny when we got to meet them when yeah. we moved your stuff up so yeah so anyway anything uh, else oh, going on um um this morning it snowed so that was nice fun. nice and well, um and and i slipped and, and fell flat on flat on my butt getting getting laundry bags in the car you gotta learn how to walk in the snow, dude. Small steps, small steps, small steps. I was taking small steps. That's some. Oh, okay, okay. Um, um, I I was taking small steps. Yeah. In sneakers. Um, while 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 carrying two unbalanced mm-hmm. loads of laundry right. across the parking lot. Uh huh. But um um, so, um I was kind of like waddling a bit in my weight constantly shifting and, and then the weight just kind of got caught underneath my feet and, and i just basically went vump, flat on my butt <laughs> cool well that's that's not good but you know you'll learn you'll learn how to walk in the snow yeah um and it's better to walk in the snow than it is to walk on the sidewalk because it's going to get icy so that, I, that's one that of the things that true. i learned yeah i would actually walk in the snow before i would walk in the um on the sidewalks so, um, as far as anything going on on my end, um, not much. Uh, you know, playing. I know you were playing uh, Valhalla. I know you've been playing that because you were playing that a while ago, right before we started. Yeah. Uh, so what? So how? How do you like it? How's how is it compared to the other Assassin's Creeds? All right, all right. Compared to the other Assassin's Creed games, um. Um, it's um it's similar to to the new generation of games in with um 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 in which there's there's a level system you um you can find more more gear and loot it's more open world type right, thing right right um and um and because of that it's um it, it feels a lot more broad a lot more expansive um compared to the older generation of, right. of Assassin's Creed games you know mm-hmm. um. 
um two brotherhood had a revelations all those yeah, those, um, yeah. where 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 the kind of open world in a way um in which you can explore everything in this one city mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. um and but um and then i think that's different from the from the previous new generation games is um, um is that one they finally bring back the hidden blade which, mm-hmm. which is awesome because because in um in, in a couple of the previous games um oh in Odyssey, uh, um, I, I've played that too, and I know, and there's no hidden blade there. He uses, yeah. he uses basically a, um, a spear he's made in. It's like a dagger type thing, um, as his assassination blade. Right. And right. I don't remember exactly what's used in Origins, mm-hmm. but but it's cool that they bring back back the hidden blade. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, the main character does something different that the first generation of assassins didn't do. Him. Um, remember how how in one of the first generation of, of assassins had had to put the blade um, underneath their forearm and, and they had to cut off the, their ring finger as yeah like yeah a yeah yeah sacrifice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, um, the main character here, Avor, she um they put it on top of their arm so so so, so kind of glides over their hand mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so yeah. so it's so it's not really a hidden blade. It's more like a, it's more like a a retractable blade still you know mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so so that's a cool cool nod to the previous generation games while still keeping it new right um okay. and, and then also and also um another thing that's different from from the previous games yeah. is settlement building you know you're able to to build up your own settlement in england after, right. after you and, and your brother travel travel from norway to england to strike out on your own yeah yeah so 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 that's really cool which actually it's similar to assassin's creed 3 with mm-hmm. with connor help, helping build the homestead and yeah. and finding new people to join the homestead but you wouldn't know that because you never played it nope exactly so uh, you, I, you, you know, stopped after two i after did two. i i did and uh, you know you I, missed I, out on a lot of good stuff i'm sure i did but i just i don't know man i lost interest in in, in assassin's creed and I've got, I've got, you know, my my buddy Brandon is all about Assassin's Creed. He'll play every single Assassin. He's like you. He'll play every single Assassin's Creed, probably multiple times, or whatever. Um, and then I've got the other friend, Mitch. He's played a couple of times, and then he lost interest just like I did. So, um, get me in touch with Brandon. I I want to talk some you know AC Brand- with him. You know Binky. I you know Do Binky. I? Yeah, I mean he's one of our he's one of our ga- gamer dudes. You know, so I, I keep I, I don't think. I keep inviting you to come play with us on Friday nights. All you gotta do. I mean, last night it could have been me and you because nobody else showed up last night. So well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Friday night, ten o'clock every Friday night. That's what we're doing. You know, last okay. week, last week we played golf, golf with friends on uh, that Game Pass game. It's hilarious. It's so funny because it's basically it's mini golf and it's crazy mini golf with like black holes and stuff on the on on each on the holes. <laughs> it's just nuts, and so it's it's fun, and you get five or six of us in there. It's, it, it, there's a lot of laughing, and fun will be had but, by all. But yeah. So anyway, um, anything else going on? Uh, let's see. Oh, I I have some fun Pokemon news. <laughs> um, um, this this is something me and Nikki are really excited about because you finally caught because me too. Dad, Dad, I've um I've I've had like five Mewtwo's. Who's um two 
two of them are, are maxed out. One of them is shiny, and the other two, two um, um, I've, uh, I've, okay. I've gotten from from previous games. What's the rarest Pokemon there is? There is catch. no rarest Pokemon. The hardest one to catch. The hardest one to catch. Yeah. Um, um, it's definitely one of the legendaries, but 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 at, at the same time. They're not even that hard to catch if you if you use the right strategy of of status effects, low mm. HP, and, and and the different types of capture balls. Mm. You know, mm, yeah. So it's all about the balls, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. In, in yeah. this in this scenario, yeah. It, yeah. it is all about the balls. In all scenarios, it's all about the balls. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, um, um, uh, the big news is um is that one of our favorite Pokemon games, mm -hmm. um. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl is getting yeah. a remake for the Switch. Oh, cool! That's nice. Yeah, yeah um, 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 it, um, it was one of the first. It was one of the first DS Pokemon games mm -hmm. because it, because it was the fourth region, right? You know, right, right. And um, and um, and and it was th and it was the very first game. It was the very first Pokemon game Nikki uh, Nikki ever played, and she loved. That's what got her hooked into the series. You right. know, right, 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 right. Okay, cool. I I just can't wait to um to see what's gonna what, what what's gonna be like is it gonna be a sort of updated open world concept like um like um like sword and shield is it going to be kind kind of an um an overhead head um but updated view kind of like let's go pikachu and let's go eevee mm -hmm, i want mm -hmm. to know these things yeah yeah well yeah, uh yeah yeah just just deadpan you don't give a crap i i i, I don't i don't I'm not a Pokemon guy. I mean, I did the Pokemon Go thing. I know it's not real Pokemon. I get it, but I did that just because everybody else was doing it, and it, it's fun to collect stuff. But I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy game after game after game after game after game doing that same thing. I'm just not. Oh, you know. speaking of speaking of collecting, there's um, yeah. there's this game called called Slime Rancher. I've heard um, of I it. Yeah, it, I think yeah, it's um, on Game Pass. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I downloaded it today yeah and i'm and, and i played it and it's actually really fun so what so what do you do in slime rancher um uh, um basically you um you you play a scientist and you have the special gun that sucks up these um these these, these creatures called slimes mm -hmm. and um and, and and you do research on them you um you you feed them take care of them and um and and you base uh, it's basically a sort of of self homestead building, um, collectathon type thing, and um, and um, and, and, you, and you can sometimes fight um, yeah. evil types of slimes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's actually really fun. Cool. So, um, how are things going at work? How are things going with life? All that kind of good stuff. Uh, let's see. With work, work is work. You know, I'm, I I get up at four a.m. every day. I mm -hmm. make my sandwich uh, or my protein shake, and I drive and, and I try to jam out to some high pumping songs to to help wake me up. Wake me up inside. Yeah. Don't wake up. What song is that? Wake me up inside. Oh, oh, okay. I had to listen to the words and put it in the correct music. Don't wake up. Wake me up inside. Yeah. Who, is get it? Who, up. Is Who is that again? I don't know. I mean, I know the song. I, I, I want to say it's Skillet. Yes, I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. So anyway, okay, cool. Um, um, and, um, 
and then basically me me and my supervisor jeff have been doing the same stuff um um tearing apart hard on bad carriers cleaning up the posts yeah um i'm putting i'm putting together clean carrier sending them online um um jeff has been having a rough time lately though because yeah Yeah. his wife can't catch a break Mm. i'm sorry um um um, let's see for um first she falls and breaks her hip then um and and then she gets a couple of blood clots in her system that has to be tried to fix and um and then and and then finally after three other injuries that i can't even remember she gets covid okay so So, go ahead so it's just it's pile it's piled up one element after another after another <laughs> after another. Right, right. So so that was truly a chicken you just chased. But I felt bad pressing the chicken button while you're talking about COVID and broken hips. I, I didn't feel it That's was the true. right time to press the button. But can I press that it is now? True. Can I press it now? Because we chased a chicken. I mean, we haven't pressed the, we haven't chased a chicken yet. So that's the first chicken we've chased. Can I press the button? You may. I uh, thank you. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So on my end, there, um, there, there are chickens in the hospital apparently. Apparently. So, <laughs> on my end, um, not a lot's been different. Be- oh, yeah, go ahead. Besides losing the heart rock, there's nothing going on. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking this, and we'll probably have another. Because I feel really bad, uh, really bad. But anyway, um, so uh, other than that, um, work is work. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing some traveling here soon. I'm supposed to be going to Savannah next week. We'll see. Um, I'm supposed to go to Seattle the follow two weeks after that, but we'll see because it's it's just travel, it's travel. But uh, oh oh oh, so I. Am anxiously waiting the arrival of my mutant powers because I got the first round of the uh, COVID vaccine the other day. Uh, okay. okay. I got and and it's it's working for the military. Those you're one of those groups that gets access to it earlier, and so yeah, I, was, just, I I got it. So try not to die. We no, don't no. want a zombie outbreak. On no, here, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So one of two things will likely happen because we just experienced 2020. 2021 started with a with a, a violent coup in the state in the national capital, federal capital building. Oh my gosh, I'm not even going to go there. Um I don't so, even know what happened. I, I'm not going to cuz this is a safe place. We're not going to get into politics. But um I don't care if you're liberal or conservative, uh what happened that day was wrong and bad, and those people should go to jail. Um, and I am a conservative, and those people should go to jail. I'm sorry. That was wrong what they did. They basically stormed the federal capitol and Congress. They literally broke into Congress. Did did they storm the White House? No, they didn't storm. No, because there's they're, they're the extreme Trump supporters on the extreme right side that just— they believe in this whole conspiracy that, that the election was stolen and all that kind of stuff, which is not true. Whether there was whether there was some fraud or not in the election, and there probably are always is in every single election. Oh, I'm chasing a chicken here for sure. 
not enough to turn the election to turn to change the results. Chicken. You know, it's it's one of the best dum, things dum, in the world. It's a presidential chicken, you know. <laughs> just gotta, just, just just gotta suck it up and deal with it because it's the best chicken in the world. It's a huge chicken. It's a huge chicken. <laughs> so, so anyway, apart from that, I don't. Whose what, Trump impression was better? Comment down below. Oh, you were definitely better than me. Anyway, so. <laughs> Where was I going with all of that? Oh, so the COVID, the COVID vaccine, uh, chicken, the COVID, the COVID vaccine. So I got access to the COVID. So, so there's two types of COVID. Va- there's two types of vaccines. Okay, there's the kind of the traditional kind of vaccine, which is basically contains a dead a, a dead form of the virus. Okay, that goes in, so it doesn't cause you to have have the the illness, but it will build up your tol- your your immunity against the virus. Okay, yeah. And then there's this new one that's been a it's relatively new, uh, a new uh, type of vaccine, and it's called an mRNA vaccine. And it actually, I don't understand it completely, but it's kind of a genetic kind of vaccine. It kind of gets in, and it actually teaches your cells to produce a protein to block the virus from getting in. Okay? So, so it's rewriting your DNA. No, it's not rewriting. It's just it's just telling your DNA to produce extra of whatever this protein is that will block the virus from getting into your cells. So you have two different types of things. You have the, the dead virus, the old classic vaccine thing, and then you have like the DNA kind of, the RNA kind of vaccine. So in my opinion, one or two things is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you get the 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 old style vaccine, zombie apocalypse. If yeah. you get the new style vaccine, X Men. <laughs> so I got the new one. So I'm anxiously waiting for my mutant powers to show up. What, I'm just what, sitting what by. Your powers are going to be. I have no idea. I don't care. Um, I just want some. Okay. I just want a what mutant power. What if they're power. super stupid? Like, um, like I don't care. Like, it's a mutant power. I don't care if I've got the frog tongue thing that that dude had in X Men. No, 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 no. I've I've got an idea of something that's worse than that. <laughs> what? You turn invisible every time you fart. Cool. I'm invisible all day then. <laughs> no, Sweet. No, 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 no. No, um, um, and um, and then when you fart again. You um you turn you turn revisible, well um but 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 only your physical body becomes invisible, not not your clothes. So you, it would only work if you're walking around naked. You made that you made that formula, remember? You made the formula. Oh my god! Oh my god! From from Luke's movie party. Yes. Okay, so let me tell you guys this story. <laughs> let me tell you this story. So Connor's. Connor's got two younger brothers, and the next one down, there's a couple years younger than Connor, had a birthday party when, what, was he like 8, eight 10, somewhere around in there? I can't I remember. Think so, yeah. Um, and we used to try to have really interesting parties for Connor and Luke when they were younger. Like, we had a science party for Connor. Jungle party for me, too. Jungle party for you. We had a, a spy party for Luke. And then we had a movie party for Luke. We found this lady... And she would create scripts for like little short 20-minute movies or something for kids that you could do as like a party thing. And so we did this Space the Movie party with Luke where 
they, all the kids that came to the party played a different role. And we taught, ta- taught them their lines, and they did this. It took all day, but we did it. And so part of that, Connor was Professor Yuri Mazing. That was his name. And he created, a, he, was, he, he created a formula that would turn you invisible but made you fart a lot. <laughs> Dad, please send me the movie if you have any more copies. Send oh, I me, literally send me a disc of the movie. Oh, also, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to show Nikki. We've got, we've got some. I'll send you one. So, um, so when he's talked about that, you turn invisible when you fart. That just threw me back to that because at the end of the movie, I did some special effects with the movie. That at the end of the movie, everybody got together, the scientists and the spacians and everybody, and everybody was having good times, good and happy ending, and everybody drank some of the formula, and everybody turned invisible, and everybody was farting. So I had everybody freeze. I did this special effect where they all turned invisible, and then put in this sound effect of like multiple farting. So that's what that was, and that deserves definitely deserves another chicken. So that's that was a big chicken we just chased, <clears throat> farting invisible farting chickens. Sure, why not? So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just now. I get, a, I've got to get another round on uh, in a couple of weeks, um, but I, I'm, I'm fully Nikki's expecting to have, gonna, I'm fully expecting Nikki's to have a, full, a full mutant power by the, by, by then. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting that. Yes, Nikki's not going to get the vaccine. You know, she's, she says she's not going to trust anything that hasn't been, been fully tested. Um, and um, and, and it has and been such, you know. It has been they, because they use because it wasn't just like a drug company that drug companies that did these. They actually, I know. it was the Department of Defense. I mean, it was a huge thing. And the one that I got, the Pfizer one, actually has, I think, the best data, um, the best outcome data so far. So I feel pretty comfortable with it. No, it hadn't had okay. any side effects or anything. It doesn't. It doesn't have any of the virus in it at all. So I don't have to worry about that. So real quick, yeah. Um, um, since, since you're vac, since you're vaccinated, does that mean you're, you're exempt from, from the mask rule? No, 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 no. And I would, and I wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, it will keep I, me, no, it will help me. No, it will, it will help. Asking. Yeah. It will help me not get it. Okay. Okay. But, so, so but it's still, so, so it's not a cure. It's, um, it's, just, it's, so it's not a cure. It's just more of a shield against it. Yeah, I, I would say so. And, you know, there were some reports early on that certain blood types were kind of immune to it or resistant to it. And I'm wondering if I have one of those blood types because, I mean, good grief, your brother and your mother both had COVID in the house and I never got it. Same here. You know, um, se- several of my coworkers for some got COVID mm-hmm. and, um, and I never got anything. You know, yeah. Nick, Nikki yeah. was exposed and I never got Yeah. And I never yeah. got anything. And, and, and we sleep in the same bed. Yeah. So. Um, that's one big thing that I, you know, the COVID things going on. Um, as far as the the nerdy stuff, uh, you know, still playing Destiny, kind of working through this season. Um, I've been meaning to play, play some, something else. Here's the thing: I've been meaning I, to. Play I will some, play with you if you play something else. Okay, I've been meaning to play some other stuff. I just, you know, I have very limited time to play, right? And so, um, I try to get through the weekly stuff to kind of get that pinnacle gear that I want to get to kind of get my light level up. And, um, you know, and I play whatever the guys are playing on Friday nights. That's what we play. Last, last week we played golf, you know. Um, I want to play East Shade. I really want to do a stream, an ongoing stream of that. But Friday nights is the only time I have, have to really do that. And so if I want to do that, I have to sacrifice my group fun gaming time. And 
my uh, heater has been on in here this whole time. I just realized. So it's probably there's probably been this underlying the whole time this stream's been. I haven't on. heard it. So, so that's what I've been doing there. Um, you're. I'm really happy that uh, hockey started this week. The hockey season started this week. Oh yeah, you're you're getting the ho- into hockey now. And this is why. Okay, this kind of gets into the political stuff too. Um, I've always been intrigued by hockey. I've just never really understood it. And it moves so fast that it's it, you know, and not being raised. And in football a ho- doesn't move fast. No, because you can, you have plays. You have time to watch the plays develop as they're calling the play and all this kind of stuff. Whereas hockey's never stop. You know, never stops moving. Basketball too, but basketball is still a little bit slower than hockey. And soccer's the same kind of thing, but soccer's even slower because it's just a bigger field, right? So I've always been intrigued by hockey. I've watched hockey periodically here and there. I'll watch the you know sometimes I'll watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. But I've never really fully dived, dove, divin, doven, dove, whatever the dove, correct, whatever the correct grammar it's is. Dove, dad, into hockey. But something that I've been really frustrated with is everybody knows that our the tagline for the for our podcast is your geek safe space, right? Yeah. Because we made a choice what, two years ago when we started doing this, that we were not going to talk politics, we were not going to jump into all that kind of stuff, that this was your place to get away and just enjoy talking about geeky stuff and not worrying about all that. Because what I had already noticed two years ago, and it's gotten much worse since then, yeah, that you can't get away from it. There's no place you can go to watch, to enjoy, to hang out, and not be bombarded with all the heavy negative political stuff that's going on and so that's been the case that's the case with nfl that's the case with the nba it's the case with the major league baseball but nhl has kind of made a point to be as apolitical as they can be to avoid all that as much as possible so i'm going to support that because i want my sports I'm not saying that they don't, they absolutely have the right, those individual players absolutely have the right to protest, to express their beliefs, all that kind of stuff. But I don't want to see it every single minute of every single game. I don't want it to be the point where there has to be a comment about it every single game. I want to watch the game to enjoy sports because I like sports. So we've decided, your mom and I, we're going to dive into hockey this year. So, we've been spending... (laughs) Okay, there's a nice image. What? Okay, so for those of you that are just listening to the podcast and are not watching this, as I'm talking about sports and hockey and stuff, Connor's talking to his fiance Nikki, off screen, and she hands him a Q-tip, and he just starts digging in his ear. So he's just... I have an itch. (laughs) So he has an itchy inner ear and is now scratching the heck out of it with a Q-tip. Okay, so we don't know anything about hockey. We're still learning the basics of hockey and the rules and the teams because we've never really fought at NHL. I could tell you a lot about the NFL because I followed the NFL for years. Same, you know, but we've never really followed the NHL. So who do we root for? You know, I mean, and we're kind of looking at. Was it the Central? They, they kind of redone the divisions because Chicago, the Blackhawks are in that division. We lived in Chicago. 
Nashville's in that division, although I hear that a lot of people, all of my friends don't like them. Um, they're the closest thing to a home team these days. But Columbus, which is where you live, Columbus, Ohio, the Blue Jackets are probably who we're going to root for. And there's a new expansion team coming next year, the Seattle Kraken. So I'm probably going to follow them too. The, uh, the Seattle Kraken? The Seattle Kraken, yes. Oh Release the Kraken! So... I'm not a huge fan of their logo. It's kind of subdued. I, I would, but the the uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets is pretty cool. So I like that. So I'm probably going to start following them. Um, so that's something new. We're we're becoming hockey fans, and um, oh man, so that's all I got kind of going on <laughs> these days. So I don't really have anything else to talk about about that. Yeah, same here. And that's all I got to say about that. And that's the way it is. Okay, that's Walter. Is that Walter Cronkite? Or... Yes, that, yes, that, yes, that's Walter Cronkite. I can't remember if it was Walter Cronkite or if that was the guy that came before Walter Cronkite. And that's the way it is. I can't remember. Anyway, um, and then, you know, that's all I've got to say about that. That's Forrest Gump. So, <laughs> there you go. You refer to, you reference Walter Cronkite and I, and I reference Forrest Gump. So, is there anything else you want to talk about before we dive into our other stuff? Because we've been doing this for quite a... Oh, my goodness. We've been going at it for 50 minutes already. And <laughs> Wait, we for how long? 50 minutes. Now, well, I would say 40 minutes because we it was streaming for like 10 minutes before we actually started. So, so we've done nothing that we say we're going to do on the podcast. And we're already 40 minutes into it. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Uh, I say we do the geek question we first. We got to do the geek question here. Okay. So, all right, guys. So, y'all dive in. Y'all get ready. We're going to do the geek question. Here it comes. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. So, all right. So, the geek question is... What is your least favorite movie trope and Why? I got my answer. I hope it's not. I hope yours is not the same as mine because I don't have anything else. If you, if it is, uh, mine is mine is the trope of of the hero meets some meets the girl and um and and they and they basically meet and um and interact for a few days and and they're somehow totally in love. You know, it, it's like okay, okay, you okay, you met this dude um. Like three days ago, and you're already hit hit over heels in love with him so much so you would go to the ends of the earth for him. Right. You're crazy. You're you're literally freaking stalker crazy if um if that happens, you know. Right, right, that's, right, right. That um that's almost close to freaking Stockholm syndrome. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, we just saw that recently in one of the movies we talked about in Delirium, right? They only knew each other literally for like in the movie like three days, and ah, then they're ah, about to ah. hook up and they're um, about to save each other. They, um, but 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 they weren't in love. Love them. Um, um, the brother was just was just trying to 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 protect her because because he didn't want another death um because of him. You know, um, that's that um that was, that was just his good moral compass trying trying to protect someone. Yeah, we would all okay. do that. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah. Um, but 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 a good example is is when we just watched Fifth Element. Dude mm. literally has a chick fall through his cab, and somehow falls head over heels in love with her, 
um, even as she is speaking a dead language and, and then pulls a gun on him and points it at his head, it's like, dude, and it's like, it makes no sense. To Literally, be fair, after, to be fair, after two days, 48 to be, hours. To be fair, number one, he kissed her without her permission. That was the gun. I, number yes. two, she is perfect. <laughs> Not in my eyes. In the movie. In the movie. Come on. Anyway, we'll, which we'll get to in a minute. Okay. But, um, but so I your thing, your thing is the damsel is is the hero meeting the the damsel in distress and they fall in love immediately. That's the trope. It, um, exactly. It's a it, it's a trope that's almost as old as um as damsel in distress. It, it, it is. Right. You know. I mean. I mean. Damsel in distress. Obi Wan. Your only hope. That's why I put that up there. Exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, not just, my, that's it, not my trope, but that's that that was an example of one from that question. Yes, I mean, it just it makes your no only hope. Sense. Yeah, so um, it makes no sense. Um, now, 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 it would make sense if um if there's a series of movies, oh, I'm spanning at least a year, from and um and they still interact with each other, then I can understand. But yeah. but um but in um in in a single timeline movie, um, they meet. Um, uh, about two or three days of of events happen where where they're basically inseparable, and they fall in love and like hook up and they get together forever and ever. It makes no sense to me. Right, it makes right. Zero sense to me. You know. Okay. Well, from from a psychological point of view, this could be this is a possible explanation of how that stuff happens. Okay. okay. They're in a, a in a very traumatic, emotionally charged situation. So their emotions are going to run very, very high. Mm-hmm. And his connection to her is going to be very strong because he is saving her. And he, he kind of gets that kind of savior mentality. And in his brain, he's making her worthwhile of being saved. Therefore, she's an object worthwhile. And I'm, I'm not saying women are objects. I'm just saying psychologically, an object to be saved is of ultimate value. You know, and so that kind of thinking can lead to him thinking that he's in love with her, probably more of an infatuation. Okay. And the fact that she is saved by this person can also create that kind of feeling. So my feeling is psychologically, that can happen a lot, but then they don't stay, stay, stay together for very long. So if there was like a Sleeping Beauty number, you know, episode two, <laughs> they'd be divorced. I don't know. You know, so, but I, but, actually, but Tec- technically, with Sleeping Beauty, you know, it was um, the, um, it was whole arranged marriage yeah. type thing okay. to begin with. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Anyway, so I mean, um, it, it um it it would be more Snow White, okay. If anything, all right. Is that so? Anything else about yours? I mean, um, I mean, I mean, what you said 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 about the psychological stuff. I could have said that, you know. Yeah, yeah. but but well, yeah, I but mean, it, it can happen though. It can happen because, listen, because your mom and I met in physics class in college. Actually, in lab, and, in physics lab in college. And you saved her? No, no, I didn't save her. But, well, turns out she was dating some other dude, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. So we had been friends for a few weeks. I had wanted to ask her out for a long time. And not a long time, it was only a few weeks. And then I asked her to take her out for her birthday. 
and she finally fessed up. And well, she had said, "Well, we had that whole we have talk about a trope. We have such a good friendship. I don't want to mess up our friendship." <laughs> you were in the friend zone. That's, but here's why. You were in the friend zone. Oh here's she was. She had a boyfriend. That's why, and she wouldn't tell me. So I said, "Okay, that's cool. That's cool." I, so I just kind of put pressure on her. I said, that's fine. Let me just take you out for your birthday. Just friends, take, as your friend, let me just take you out for your birthday. Right? And on her... Hey, Smashy. I, hey, Smash! So when I took her out for her birthday, that night, we went out to dinner. And she said, let's just drive around for a little while because we had some time before the movie we were going to go see. Mm-hmm. And she said, let's just drive around for a little while. I'm like, okay. And she had me go down a specific road. And as I'm driving down this road, that's when she told me she had a boyfriend. And the reason why she told me to go down that road is because he lived on that road. Because she, she was worried that I was going to kick her out of my car when she told me she had a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, so my she, God. And, of course, I didn't. It bothered me, but it, I, didn't, it, I didn't kick her out of my car, but, obviously. But still, and we went, Dad, you And we went to the movie anyway. Finished the date. You know the friendship thing, right? And um, and guess guess what movie I took your mother to on her our first date? Hundred and One Dalmatians. Fatal Attraction. Ha! That was the movie we saw on our first date. Yeah, about a man oh, cheating on his wife with a woman who ended up being bipolar and completely crazy and killing their bunny. Bull, bull <laughs> the freaking rabbit. Woo! So so anyway. So, but oh my gosh, Dad, Dad. Okay, well hold on. And so the story is, and I'm man, this is big chicken. So, so then as we go, it's an origin you know, chicken. We finish, we finish, we, you know, we go see the movie. I take her home, and then the next day I have to go to a friend's wedding, right? So that's like a Friday night. I took her out. Saturday I had to go to a wedding. Sunday morning she calls me. She broke up with her boyfriend. Two weeks later, we knew we were going to get married. We didn't get married. We didn't get married for three years. We dated for a year and a half, and then we got were engaged for a year and a half. But, but yeah. So, so it can happen fast. You can know quickly. It can happen. Okay. So, but but in terms of like movie tropes, it's it's a it's an overused movie trope. Okay. So, so two things. One, one. Um. Um. I. Um. I. I think I may have inherited your luck because, because because I too escaped uh, escaped the friend zone with Nikki, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I was even deeper than the friend zone. I I was in the bro zone because because she called me because she she because she used to call me the big brother she always wanted. You know that that just is kind of creepy. That's just kind of creepy. <laughs> what ice. We're we're now over that because I'm be um be uh, because we're not stupid for the gi- giddy teenagers. I know I'm just going for the joke. Um, I'm just going for the joke. Um, so um, but still, so, so I may have inherited your luck because it was I to escape that zone and 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 I'm yeah. now with with the girl of my dreams. Right. Well, that's good, and, and that's good. There's a, it's good for us all to have a good story. So, um, before we I continue, was say one more thing. I was going to say one more thing. What okay. Was it? Um, well, while you're thinking, uh, let me just you know shout out to Smash and just I hope you're I hope everything's going okay after after surgery and everything's good. So, um, I haven't heard specifically how things are going, but I'm assuming since you're in here, things are going fairly well. So oh. that's good. 
and um, and Connor um, and 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 if you had if you showed up for horseshoes and hand grenades on Thursday nights, you would know. So. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You're in bed. You're in bed. Well, you're in bed asleep at that point almost because yeah. you got to get up so stinking early. That's right. I never sleep. So. And um and um and and I remembered my um my my second thing. Okay, I don't know what happened there. Oh, think think my my mic cable. How in the world? I didn't touch my screen, but my mic cable on my touch portal actually. How in the world? How did that happen? That's not a finger. Sticky, sticky That's cable. A cord. I don't know. But it, so anyway, hey, um, sleep is precious, anyway, but it, rare. <laughs> my thing is, um, my second thing was was um, um, yes, um. Yes, yes, you um you you can know something about uh, um about it, you know. You know, you you can get this gut feeling inside you that 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 that's you're gonna marry this person, but a sane person would still would still go through the process of dating and, and just making sure they're actually compatible before yeah. diving headfirst in. No, um, I don't uh, I know. You're right. A bunch of these tropes that um, a bunch of these tropes that I see, yeah. these people basically meet, fall in love, get married, all, all, all within at, at the latest a month period. Right, right, right. And that, and the relationships that happen like that, very, 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 very rarely mm-hmm. actually end up happy. Right. The, um, the 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 only exception I can think of is, is Aunt Paige and Uncle Rusty. Uh, two completely different families. Huh? How about how about Aunt Kim and Uncle Rusty? Aunt, um, Aunt Kim and Uncle Rusty. Because yes, you know, Aunt Paige would be my sister, and Uncle Rusty would be your mom's sister's husband. That would I'm be weird. Sorry, that would sorry. be weird. Aunt Kim and Uncle Rusty. I thought that's what I said. Aunt Kim and Uncle Rusty. I'm start sorry. singing. I'm I'm but, my own grandpa after a while, man. Jeez, <laughs> really? Anyway, you know what I mean. You know they. Uh, they um they basically after after a month, a month knowing each other um, and um, and they spend spent what 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 twenty years together, <coughs> something like that. But I can't remember. Uh, no, they've been married longer than your mom and I have because they got married while we were dating in college. So they've been longer so, married longer than us, uh, and we've been married 30? thirty. We've been married thirty years. So oh, okay, wow. Yeah, because we got married in ninety. So ninety, yeah, ninety. I <laughs> just double check for there for a second. So yeah, it'll be thirty-one years this year. So, All right. So my, so, yeah, I mean, so my answer. Okay. I, first of all, uh, literary question for Connor and Smashy, because you guys are more writers than I am. Um, all right. What is it? Because I keep wanting to say soliloquy, but I'm not sure that that's the right one. When someone is having a long speech to someone else about something, is that soliloquy? Because usually soliloquy, I think of it's just somebody talking to themselves this long thing like in a play, but it can be to somebody else. So is it soliloquy? A soliloquy is um um I believe a um a, a soliloquy is tied more 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 into plays um, mm-hmm. and playwrights while 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 monologue is monologue. More in, in books That's the word I was looking for. I'm bad at I'm, monologue. I'm, I'm, yeah, I have. I'm I'm demented. I have word finding problems. Yeah. Sorry, I'm old and demented. Yeah. So anyway, um, monologue. monologuing is um it, um it, it's more for literature and um right. and, and cinema. So so that that is my trope, the villain's monologue. 
I can't stand I, it. I I'm sick and it was tired. The in, in the stress thing. No, no, no. I just when I was when I was looking at the question, I was just kind of and I saw in the, that question, it made me think of that. Oops. I actually actually had a client go, "Is that a real wall or a fake wall?" When I was doing a video session in the day, and I went, "No, it's a fake wall from my blanket fort po- podcast room." I'm thinking I'm going to trademark blank uh, blanket fort studios. <laughs> That's going to be a trademark. Anyway. Um, if it's not already trademarked, yeah, it probably already is. So no, mine is definitely the the villain soliloquy. I mean, a villain monologue. I it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Why in the world are you going to sit there and spend? Okay, pass <laughs> over to the dark Ten, side. yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what you were trying to do. Um, when the it's, when the the villain of the movie, when the villain of the movie, at the very end, they're in the final, you know, conflict with the superhero, with the hero of the story. They stop what they're doing to spend five to ten minutes explaining why they're doing the crap that they're doing. <sighs> Just like every, and every single Bond villain. And every, yeah, and every single time, oh, uh, Smashy's a huge Bond fan. Um, and every single villain. James Bond. James Bond. I'll take a, I'll take a martini second, not scared. When that happens, I'm just completely ignoring you. Um, when, when that happens, when they're doing their Dr. monologue. Sean. <laughs> I, I had Can to I finish? finish? I had to do the finish? thing. <laughs> anyway, so the whole time that the, the, the guy's monologuing, the hero is getting out of their handcuffs or getting out from their rope or doing something. Escaping their it, trap. And it costs the villain every single time. If I was the villain in a movie, I would be like some of these Tarantino movies. I would shoot them in the head in the middle of a sentence before they knew it was coming. Why in the world are you going to spend 10 minutes in a monologue to give your hero time to get out of it? It makes no sense at all. None. So I I don't understand. I don't understand the villain's monologue. I never have understood that. Um, Because usually, when they're doing their monologue... They're explaining their whole rationale for doing what they're doing, which you've already seen their rationale through the whole movie. So you already know. The villain, the, the hero pretty much already knows. So why are they doing that again? It's just, it's just a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Not an avenue. It's a, it's a, oh crap, I can't think of the word. Uh, again, word finding problems. Um, what, what are you trying to describe? It's a mechanism for them to give the hero time to escape. That's really all it is. That's really all it is. And so, Deus ex, um, Deus ex machina. No, 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 not that. Um, anyway, forget it. Doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter what word I'm using. The point is, it makes no sense. There's no opportunity. There's no need. Moving on. <laughs> there's <laughs> quit trying to figure out my word. Because I can't think of it, because I know exactly what it is in my head. I just can't think of the word. Plot <laughs> armor. <laughs> so I don't understand why they do that. Why do they? And 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 Smashy knows because she's a Bond fan, 
every single Bond villain does the same thing. I mean, when Javier Bardem did his soliloquy thing, I mean, come on. It was a great, I mean, his monologue, it was a great monologue. He's great. I love that guy. But why? Why? I may know. Go. You're the literary people, not me. I just, I'm, I'm a content absorber, not a content creator. It's, um, um, essentially, all, all these villains need... You can do whatever you want to, Smash. I don't care. Um, 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 <laughs> if you want to work, that's fine. We're just like having people in the room. Essentially, all of these villains need, need to feel superior over their target. They need to feel <laughs> they, they outsmarted them. They need to feel... Um, um, they need to feel... If you feel like they have them trapped in their clutches and um and and have them feel like they are going to fail, you know, um and um and and because of that, that they want to go into this big thing as to why they're going going to fail and why they and why the villain is is going to win, and they just continue going on and on and on, um and it's basically it's pure ego, you know, because because nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten. Um, the villain had a bad childhood that left them with bad self-esteem, and, um, yeah. and and so any chance they get to make themselves feel better, they take it. Yeah, but that, I mean, they milk it. But what Smashy said in the room is perfect. You know, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die by tying you to an overcomplicated machine instead of just killing you. That's exactly Exa- it. I don't understand that. Just kill him. Sorry, that that sounded kind of harsh. <laughs> but, just, just, just drop them in a tank full, 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 full get... of sharks with laser beams on their freaking heads. What are you, Dr. Evil? I mean, come on, man. One million dollars. One hundred million billion dollars. So anyway, so that's mine. That's, I, I, I just, Has I anyone seen Mini-Me? I can't take, uh, he passed away. Did you know that? I know he did. He just yeah, passed I away. I hate that. That's a shame. So, anyway, I, I just don't, I don't understand the the villain's monologue. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's and it's been used, overused so much. I mean, but sometimes it works and looks so good. Like I love Scar's monologue in Lion King. I freaking love it. No, that's true. I mean, and some of them work. But because everybody uses it, it the ones that are good, they still lose their effectiveness a little bit and their impact a little bit because everybody uses it, right? If it's used sparingly and appropriately, then those will stick out better and they'll have a greater impact in cinema than when everybody does it. So anyway, all right. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's what I probably should have put up there, right? <laughs> So, and it's so funny, uh, you know, pre-production kind of behind the scenes kind of thing. All of our little, all of our little phrases that we put up on Marquee here, um, they're basically limited by how many letters I got. So I have to write out, okay, which quote do I want to do? And I'd sit there and go, okay, how many letters have I got? Yeah, I ain't got enough letters for that one. <laughs> find something Get else. Get more letters. Well, I don't know if I can find some that are that specific size. That's the thing. So, um, um, all, all, all you need to do is, um, is go on Amazon, look up the, uh, look up the exact product, and, yeah. um, and, 
and um and um and then find the measurements mm-hmm. and, and and then then just find and just find find extra tiles made for that specific product. Mm-hmm. Use usually they have it um in um in normally these people buy these things together type yeah. thing if you scroll down. Well, you know? yeah, I know, and and I'm 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 anxiously waiting. This is completely aside, but I'm anxiously waiting for all of our other house renovation stuff that we're getting ready to start doing. Because it's several steps. Because eventually, in that step, I get to move my blanket fort to the other side of the garage, and expand it a little bit, and and lengthen it a little bit. So I'm going to have a bookcase back here, one of one of our old black bookcases I'm going to have back here, so I can actually put some of my stuff back here, instead of just the hanging thing with fish with fishing line, <laughs> on the fake wall, um, and so I get to some of my Funko pops up there. I have. I'm working on a design for an LED sign to put back there, so it's gonna be cool. Um, if if you make one, make a second one and send it to me. Or you can save up and buy it yourself, Mister Adult. Um, I <laughs> when when you when you when you said making, I thought. Oh no, I, I'm not making. No, 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 and making. No, yeah. no, I'm designing the 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 logo stuff and having somebody else do it. Okay, that makes more uh, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if I was just making it, I would do that. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we've been talking way too long, and we haven't even got to the movie yet. And and, and this, is, this is actually a good movie and fun movie to talk about. So um, yeah. you think maybe we should get move <laughs> on? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I, I, I think I, we should. And I, I'm going to have a lot to say about this, specifically about one character. I, I know which one, too. <laughs> I... Because, you know, I actually like football, and there's football playoffs on right now. So I would like to watch the night game. So anyway, so, all right. You're not recording? I, no, I don't record football. No, I watch it live. Oh. So Anyway, okay. so now it's time for the next installment of... Roll for Credits. Alrighty, so we are reviewing the 1997 sci-fi classic that everybody, almost at least five to ten women cosplay as a character from this movie at every Dragon Con, The Fifth Element. Connor had never seen it before. I've seen it multiple times. Love this movie. This, and this is the, the first time Connor had, had seen it multiple times. Um, and um, and when they found out earlier that I had never seen it, they um they all stared at me. I'm like, and they almost disowned well, you, didn't okay, they? Okay, then mm-hmm. they almost disowned you. Yep, yep, yep. I, w- I would too. You you almost did the same thing thing when um when I told you Nikki never watched Monty Python. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just wrong. It's just wrong. And there's there should be there should be no excuse for not having seen Monty Python and Holy Grail. Sorry, there just shouldn't be. So, okay, so um. Multipass, uh, multipass, multipass. Um, exactly. I, I almost made that my sign too. I almost did that as my Why sign. Why didn't you? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> multipass. Um. Anyway. Uh. So you know this multipass. So this movie. I, I love her accent. You know. A, I, that's what I love about it. It, it makes it. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Um. The. Um. The accent the actress uses. Um. Um. After she learns a bit of language, I just. I, I love the accent. I can't quite place it. It's um, it's um, it's it's almost like a um a tie between Spanish and um and Hindi. Just just, just it lilts off the voice. And yeah, I like it. 
Well, you know, and I mean, a lot of people, look, people in nerd culture, we know this movie and we know that it's a good movie. And But the general population doesn't know much about this movie. But I mean, yeah, it was made in 97, a sci-fi movie. But I mean, Bruce, I mean, it had a great cast. Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker was in it. Gary Oldman. Uh, Ian Holm, who is, do you know who Ian Holm is? Actually, I don't. Ian Holm, well, he was the priest, but Ian Holm Uh-oh. is also Bilbo Baggins. Really? Lord of the Rings. Yes, he is Bilbo Baggins, and not only is he Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings movies, he was Frodo Baggins in the original radio teleplay of Lord of the Rings back in the day. He played the Frodo character, you know, back in the 60s when they did the radio play of Lord of the Rings. What? And then, and then when they did the movie, they let they brought him in to be Bilbo, and he was the priest. So, yeah, it's great cast. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, real quick, Hickam, yeah. who um, who was Zorg? Oh, that was Gary Oldman, who is also an Academy Award winner. <laughs> so I'm, I mean, he played Lee Harvey I mean, Oswald in JFK. By the way, he also played Dracula in Dracula. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a fantastic actor, and something no that doubt. Like, so the the director of this movie was Luke Besson, Beeson, something like that, French guy, and apparently uh, Gary Oldman was a big fan of his. They were friends, and he was a big fan of Luke's. And Gary Oldman accepted this role without ever even re- reading the script. When he found out that Luke Luke had written it and was directing it, and he said, "Yeah, I'll do it." So he never even read the script and just just signed on to do the movie before he even read the script. And then he got to be this weird, mean, deep southern accent dude. Oh, oh, two um two questions real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, one, since um since this movie is so popular in um in the nerd culture, um and um and also everyone who's um who um who's who's listening has seen the movie do we need to talk about the plot well i'm just gonna you know what i went into i went into imdb to pull out some stuff and i and somebody had written a good synopsis so i'm just gonna read it really quick and that'll be it and then we okay. had got to go into it and that'll that'll give us a synopsis and then we can just kind of talk about it because we have been yeah. going up for over an hour already so we should probably move on i know so <laughs> this, this is maybe this... the longest episode yet no no so the, this synopsis, I don't know who wrote, wrote it, but anyway, it says, In the 23rd century, the universe is threatened by evil. The only hope for mankind is the fifth element, who comes to Earth every 5,000 years to protect the humans with four stones of the four elements, fire, water, earth, and air. A Mondashawan, or Mondashawan, Mondashawan, how do you have spacecraft? Mondashawan. Is bringing the fifth element back to Earth, but is destroyed by the evil Mangalores. However, a team of scientists uses the DNA of the remains of the fifth element to rebuild the perfect being called Lilu. That's Mila Jovovich. She escapes from the laboratory and stumbles upon, falls through, really, the taxi, you know, the taxi of the taxi driver and former elite commando Major Corbin Dallas, that's Bruce Willis, that helps her escape from the police. Lilu tells him that she must meet Father Vito Cornelius, that's Ian Holm, to accept her mission. Meanwhile, the evil uses the greedy and cruel Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, that's Gary Oldman, and a team of mercenary Mangalores to retrieve the stones and avoid the protection of Lilo. But the skilled Corbin Dallas has fallen in love with Lilo and decides to help her to retrieve the stones. And everything goes from there. So, 
it starts with like ancient Egypt, 300 years before present day and or something like that. And there's this whole prophecy that evil, this ultimate evil comes every 5,000 years, but this fifth element will come to save the day every time. And these big robotic things, the Mandashawan or whatever, will are the protectors of all that. And they'll come back and bring the fifth element with them and da, da, da. Uh, fast forward 300 years and Zorg has decided he wants all of that because he wants to create destruction because he's a big industrialist. And there's a great line in there where he talks about if there's destruction, then people are going to need things. So I'm going to destroy things so that my company can produce things so I can make more money. So I'm going to destroy the earth so I can make money making things to help people save the earth. So he's trying to play both ends, you know, off each other. Um, so that's the that's the basic setup. So instead of us rambling about the setup of the movie, that's the setup of the movie. It's a nice sci-fi yeah. movie, um, and then we we'll go from there. So you want to share your thoughts before I share mine? How do you want to go? You okay? Do you so, do. so, so first off, yeah, all um all of the characters were amazing. Just just every single character was was I, I mean I love the movie. And it's and, and very rarely have um have I loved a movie that we reviewed on on here, you know. <laughs> we've we've had some dogs lately. Yeah, we've we um we've had some some mangy dis disfigured dogs on here. Anyway, um, um, I um I just had I had a couple of questions about um about some of the characters. Sure. Well, well, about one character in particular. Um, um, Zorg. When you first see him, you know he um, frickin', frickin he's a Weasley latex, dude. Latex outfit, styled hair, tiny little goatee um on his chin, you know, a little soul patch. That's um. When you see him, you don't think think Southern guy from Alabama kind of talking, you know? Yeah, but the Weasley he, dudes um, are usually the meanest. <laughs> Um, they're the most when, cruel. When you see him, him, you um, you think Eastern European, maybe German type sounding voice, you know, because because that's how it kind of looks in there. Hey Pat, how are but, you, man? What's up, Pat? Or, no, no idea who um who you are, but but welcome to the show. <laughs> so anyway, um, um it's, it's just that that always confused me, you know, you know because. <laughs> Because um, the face didn't match the voice, in, well, in my opinion. But here's the thing: it's it's not always, and, and that's another trope. That's another trope of of movies that when we were talking about our geek question a while ago, the tro tropes of the bad guys are always these hulking, big, really evil looking dudes, you know. But not so much, right? Sometimes they're just like the Weasley dude that is angry and mean and has power, you know. And that was that was Zorg's character. So I, yeah. I and, you know, and he played. He played an evil character. He played, you know, over to just make money and destroy whatever he had to to make the money that he needed to make. I'm not sure what that question is. It's over, Anakin? I'm not sure. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> I hate you. I loved you. You are my brother. Speaking of you which, I saw... I was supposed to bring balance to, to, to the force. Let's so... join it. I saw a video clip of these two guys dressed as Anakin, dressed as Anakin and Obi Wan in a mall, 
And they played at that scene, and one was at the bottom of an escalator, and the other was at the top of the escalator. They played at that whole scene in a mall, and nobody was expecting it. It was kind of funny. So, anyway, so, so um, anyway, so so back to back to um, uh, the movie. I I, um, I like Zoe's character. At first, the first time I watched, it, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a Weasley dude. But some of those, sometimes those are the best villains, the ones that you don't expect, right, in movies. So, what else do you have to say about the movie? What else was going? What else did you like um, about it? <laughs> um. So, so the. <coughs> okay, I'll fill in time while he dies over there choking, <laughs> as he aspirated something and literally leaves the screen. <laughs> He's rolled over Dude, dead. Get my water bottle. He's rolled over dead. <coughs> uh, we're talking about uh, the fifth element. That's the one we're talking about. So, anyway, um, um, <laughs> um, the the scene that I that I loved the most, honestly, it was I'm the opera sh- scene. Well, 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 well. I I won't say I loved it the most. Um, it's the one that stands out the most to me. It's it's yeah. the opera scene. You know when when oh man oh man what's her name what's her name I just watched it today what's her name on oh, dang it what the opera singer. Um, yeah, diva. Oh, yeah, just diva. Yeah. Um. Um. As as he was singing, amazing singing, by the way. But um. But uh, but then randomly, she she started dancing, and she, she was like doing this popping and locking type stuff. Of, yeah. Well, we'll sing a classical. Well, singing a classical aria, and it's like. <laughs> The dance does not match the music. Yeah, it, it, it made me bust out laughing for some reason. You know, and I mean, clearly you could tell that 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 when she sang that aria, which is called Il Dolce Suono, or however you pronounce that, which is actually a, a real aria. Um, yeah, that that they had digitized a little bit to hit those notes. Yeah, but if you get on if you get on YouTube, you can find a woman that actually sang that and nailed it. And there was no digitizing to it. It's crazy, crazy song to sing. Um, I I, no, I, I figured you were going to talk about Chris Tucker's character. That was going to be no, your oh, favorite. I, I, that's that's going to be the. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going <laughs> to talk, talk about, about Ruby Rod. I mean, just, <laughs> he he was. I, I haven't seen Chris Tucker in many things. <laughs> I, I have not seen him in many things, but. But every time I've seen him, he plays essentially the same character. Yeah. A, a fast-talking, high-pitched, high-energy person who's essentially the comic relief. Mm-hmm. And I freaking love it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean you know. Come on, come on my man. Come on. Oh, okay. You can't. You can't. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I quit smoking. I quit smoking. You can't. like. There's no way you I can keep up it. with. There's no way that you can keep up with Chris Tucker's, it's, you know, pattern with my speech. stutter. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but anyway, still, I freaking loved it. And every scene he came up, it was pure gold. Yeah, and here's here's what I here's what I liked about the movie. One of the things I liked about the movie was, um, it danced the line between super cheesy and just a good sci-fi movie. You know, yeah. it kind of it kind of it kind of stood on the fence and sometimes you feel oh we're going cheesy and oh we're going super sci-fi you know it kind of but it ended super cheesy when you yeah, think about well, it yeah well yeah but but you kind of expected that but it's kind of like cuz i just got done watching um 
Galaxy Quest again recently because I watched the I watched the documentary for Galaxy Quest, which is amazing. Yeah. If you love Galaxy Quest, you've got to watch the documentary that's on Amazon Prime. So it made me want to get it on Blu-ray. I watched it, got it on Blu-ray and watched it again. And uh, oh, thanks for the follow, Pat. And so yeah, man. anyway, so like with Galaxy Quest, it balance it it stood on that balance it balanced between okay we're going cheesy old star trek really super cheesy campy to a little bit of drama and just comedy and sci-fi it 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 kind of bounced back and forth it really did a good job balancing between those and i thought i always thought fifth element did the same thing i haven't seen it in a while but um but yeah, it's and it's super colorful and it's you know there's a lot of act there's action sequences there's some comedy there's a lot of comedy in it um, but I was just reading a while ago that, you know, most sci-fi movies, the action sequences, it's always really dark, the dark corridors in the spaceship and all this kind of stuff. Well, the, the director wanted to make sure that all action sequences were done in full daylight because he said he wanted like this cheerful, crazy look to the movie, which he definitely accomplished. Right. Yeah. It did. was definitely cheerful and crazy. So that was one of the things oh. that I really liked about it. <laughs> even even the mugger was che- was cheery uh, in the beginning. Remember, I, I, I have to tell you, the the mugger was probably my favorite character in the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he didn't his. The, the, I don't know the, who the guy's name is, but just the 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 strung out strung out druggy trying to rob a commando where he literally just takes the gun for says, Oh, you haven't got it loaded and teaches him how to load the own weapon that he's got pointed at him. It's just, I mean, he was great. I thought he was great. I mean, and he was only in the movie for like I mean, what, 30 I mean, seconds, I mean, a minute. And then in the end, and then in the end, he, he was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm hands up. And, and he was freaking dancing. He was freaking hammer dancing his way off screen. Remember? <laughs> I know that was, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. So, um, now, so, all right. So, what else did you like about the movie? Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, honestly, yeah, um, um, the animatron, um, the the animatronics, the animation, it all was very, very well done for for the era this movie was made in. You know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Um, I mean, you know, the the now, granted, the the alien characters, the the Mangalores. You know, when they talked, I mean, their mouths didn't move very well. Of course, they if it had been CGI, they'd have been much better. But for you know, actual real effects, physical effects, not special effects, they they were designed pretty well and they moved pretty well. Um, um, it's, um, so I, I was pretty um, surprised. Especially with that. him, and especially the Mondashoans. You know, um, yeah, but they didn't really talk. Um, although, although, did you notice just the detail, the detail that 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 they went to in this movie? In the beginning, you know, back in ancient Egypt or 300 years ago, yeah. when the when the Mandashawans or Mandashawan, whatever you call them, when they the, the when they show up the first time, and you see that close up of the one looking close at the priest, and you yeah. can hear him breathing. You know, his head, his mask, it's like there's like vents right here. His yeah. vent, his vents are actually opening and closing with his breathing. Just you know that they they got down that specific to where. Just minute detail that they did. I thought that was I. Yeah. That's the first time I noticed it this time that I've seen. I've seen it you know several times, but this is the first time I noticed that. So they really get down into some specific details, and I really like that. Um, and I like Bruce Willis. I've always liked Bruce Willis. He's funny. He does action stuff. Um, so I thought I thought he was cast really well. Um, is he still alive? I'm wasn't. 
wasn't he? <laughs> yes, he's still of, alive. Um, who um, he, um, wasn't he part of a Fast and Furious? <laughs> no, he's never been part of Fast and Furious. Not who that I watched. Thinking of then. Not that I watched the Fast and Furious movies. Are you thinking about The Rock? Are you thinking about the guy that died in the car actual car wreck? The guy that died. Yes, yes. I, I can't remember his name. Which Brandon Paul Walker. There you go. Very good, Paul Walker. Yes. Yeah. He he died. Um, that, that that's gonna annoy so me. So I've always I've it. always I've always liked Bruce Willis and stuff. So I thought he's cast really well. I thought Mila Jovovich did a great job with Lilo. I know. Now, did you know? No, see, she's because I I want to do some research mm-hmm. on this. She's from the she's from the Ukraine originally. Yeah, but she came over when she was a kid, like twelve. Okay, so they yeah. or when no, when she was little, they immigrate her and her family um, immigrated to London, then to uh, California, then eventually to L.A. Um, so she's been she's been in the states since she was a kid, but she's originally from yeah. there. She speaks four languages fluently. And the 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 divine language that she was speaking in the movie, yeah, was actually a language that Luke Beeson, the director, created. had a, had a vocabulary of about four hundred words, and she learned how to speak it fluently, and so did he. And so they would talk to each other in the divine language on set, and send letters to each other in the divine language during the filming of the movie. What the heck? Oh, and by the way, they got married eventually. They eventually got divorced. And then she married the director of another movie she was on. So apparently she likes directors because she's married. She's been married two or three times, and at least two of the three, or the majority of her husbands, have been directors on movies that she's been on. So she likes being told what to do. So, oh, <laughs> you said it, not me. So if you like, if you but, like, but, if you like Mila Jovovich and you want to have a shot, become a director, become a director. and director in a movie. So. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they actually created a language. And and so she's not just spouting gibberish in the movie. She's actually reciting lines in the movie in that language, which I thought was pretty cool. It's like a small detail. Most people just know they just think that they're just speaking gibberish, but it was actually a language that they did. So that was kind of cool. You couldn't speak um you couldn't speak gibberish. Um that um, that smoothly, if um, if we just ad libs kind of gibberish, you know. Yeah. So what and else you just want... couldn't? Yeah. So anything, anything else about this movie that you liked or didn't like? Were there things about it that you didn't like? I didn't like the cheesy, cheesy, cheesy nacho taco quesadilla <laughs> double blast of of gas station nacho cheese. Um, um, ending to this movie. Okay, so love was the fifth element, and um, and um, and it, it kind of made sense. Got... The love thing was kind of kind of made sense because you saw that you saw that love angle coming. You know, I mean, what were they going to say? The fifth element was antimatter. I mean, come on, no, no, no. when she's um, the they, fifth element, they could have said had um um to 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 give the movie a real good. Um, grounding type, type ending. They could have said had uh, the fifth element was soul, and the only way, and the only way she could have utilized the other elements would have, been, would have been to sacrifice her soul to become a conduit for it, and um, and basically sacrifice herself to to channel everything up in um 
into the, the dark sphere. Yeah, that would have I given mean, it such a good grounding type of ending. But right. Instead, okay. Instead, two loves kiss. It's me. Me. Um. Make sure spew light into the sky, and, and, I, uh, and then they do it, and um, and then an ultraviolet light protection pod. Right. And I and I get where you're going with that. That if the movie had been a more serious, darker turn, you know. I can see that is definitely a way that they could have gone. That she ended up sacrifice, sacrificing herself. That she has to sacrifice herself every five thousand years to save us from ultimate evil. I get that. But but that at was, the same time. At the, yeah. At the same time, um, um, if um, um, if they did, if she did sacrifice herself, they still could have brought her back because um, um, the, I get because that. that pod that brought her back in in the beginning of the movie quite literally built her back from a couple of alive cells know, and a freaking hand. I know. But, you know, if they had gone that route, it definitely would have, you know, I mean, sacrificing yourself to save humanity, it's very, very Messiah-like, you know, metaphor. And they may not have wanted to go that route, right? They, so they made this, a movie literally about the passion of the Christ, that was the point of the movie. This was not the point of this movie. This was a sci-fi movie. So they wanted to keep it like that. And so people that are going to go see a sci-fi movie would much rather see, in in general, something that's that's a love story, that that's what brings, that love saves the day kind of thing than the other. Because the other is a much darker turn. So I, I get where you're going with that, but I, I kind of like where it went. And I kind of, you know, of course, you saw it coming the whole time, right? Exactly, um, but you know. So I, anyway, I just super love this movie, and so now, next time you're at Dragon Con, if you get to come to Dragon Con anytime soon, I, I know being in Ohio, it's going to be a little bit difficult now. But you'll see now that you know what Lilo looks like. You'll see the five to see ten. Her. You'll see the five I'm to gonna... ten Lilos all over Dragon Con the entire weekend that I've I seen mean... for years that you've never noticed because you didn't know who she was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean the um, I I think the most common cosplay of her is um is the one that's basically just, just all those straps and that's it. Well, they either do that, they do just the straps, which were like the heating straps when she was first created, right? Or they do the thing with her white t-shirt, crop t-shirt, and the orange straps, right? Yeah. So it's one of those two, right? Um, they usually do the one that's just the heating straps because that's the much more risque. Um, and that's what people like to get away with at Dragon Con. So there you go. But there, um, there was but at least now you know. Girl at Dragon Con still pisses me off now. Um, this one girl at, at Dragon Con, she basically wore wore Batman themed um, lingerie, and, and she called it a cosplay as Batgirl. And it's like, girl, that's welcome not to, a cosplay. Welcome, welcome to Dragon Con. Yeah, dude, you and I have because we don't stay at one of the host hotels at Dragon Con. Um, because I don't want to spend twelve hundred dollars for a weekend or how much it's going to cost, and we have a you have we have family that lives north of Chicago and take the Marta in for free. Well, take not the Marta, Chicago, Atlanta. Sorry, <laughs> that's a heck of a commute. Um, but dude, when we if you if we were in one of the host hotels and we could stay up all night and go to all the parties at Dragon Con after dark, most of the yeah. cosplay at Dragon Con after dark is. Straps body or paint. body paint. <laughs> so, you Straps, know. Straps, pasties, she, and body paint. She was, she was well-dressed, <laughs> considering some of the other people that we have seen at Dragon Con. 
I mean, we saw some woman in a bat girl, bat woman cosplay that was nothing but body paint walking down the street in the middle of the day at Dragon Con. So, there's that. I mean, to be fair, it makes sense comfort-wise because because latex in um, in in Atlanta heat and um in 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 late summer early <clears throat> fall makes gives you horrible horrible swamp body. Any type it, it of clothes sense. in Atlanta in the summer is uncomfortable because <laughs> of the heat. I know. So, all right. Um. So, what did I think about this movie? Uh, I like. Like, I've already mentioned that I liked the. I'm looking for my notes here. That I liked that balance that it struck, kind of like Galaxy Quest. Did. Galaxy Quest was more like comedy versus you know sci-fi kind of stuff, and this is more just cheesy, campy. But, um, uh, but I, I I really liked that, and and I've forgotten how much I liked this movie. I think the first time I watched it, I didn't really completely understand what was going on. I may have been just kind of watching it with one eye. Um, but I've really grown, grown to appreciate the movie and it's kind of in my normal rotation of watching when I can. I'd like to get it on 4K if I could or Blu-ray to really get those colors to pop on the screen rather than streaming. But, um, ooh, it looks like we're having some major frame drops over here on the stream. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. So, I thought everybody did a great job with the, with the acting. I thought their their choice for the guy to play the president was kind of interesting because I've seen him as like some kind of big bad boxer wrestler dude. Uh, I think he was in a movie with Hulk Hogan where he was the evil wrestler versus Hulk Hogan's good wrestler or something like that. Anyway, so I thought that was an interesting choice for president of the intergalactic. Was he also in? Um, I, I I think that guy was also in Little Nicky. He may have been. I don't know. I know. I know. I don't remember if I've seen that movie, so uh, I couldn't tell you. But Adam Sandler played. Um, oh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I know what it's. Devil. I, yeah, I, I know who's in it, but I just haven't seen it before, so um, I couldn't uh, okay. tell you if he that guy was. It's in on it or Netflix. Not. Great. I'm not a huge Adam Sandler fan. There's a couple of movies. <gasps> of, there's a couple of his, couple of his things that I like, but his shtick gets kind of old because it kind of does the same shtick in every movie, so it gets kind of old. So I'm not a huge fan of his, but some of his stuff is okay. But I've never seen Little Nicky. Um, trying to think if there's anything else about this movie that I need to say. Um, <sighs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Wanda's... If you if you if you've seen Fifth Element, you know what we're talking about. You know all the good stuff yeah. in this movie. You know that it's a classic that you should have in your regular rotation. If you've never seen Fifth Element. You owe it to yourself to see it, especially if you like any kind of sci-fi stuff. If you're a Bruce Willis fan, Mila Jovovich fan, any of those Chris kind Tucker of th- fan, yeah, he he was a little over the top for me. He was okay. He's always over the top, Dad. Yeah, I know, and that's kind of why I'm not a huge Chris Tucker fan. <laughs> but he's basically Cat Williams. Okay, I'm not a huge Cat Williams fan either. So we'll not get on there. Um. So anyway, it's 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 one of those kind of movies where it's it's definitely if for your nerd card, you better have seen this movie. If you haven't, you should turn in your nerd card. Look, and I know because I've got several movies on on the list that I haven't seen yet that I should turn in my nerd card for because I haven't seen yet. Like what? I'm not going to say because then I might have to turn in my nerd card. Let me get them seen first and then I'll watch. Uh like um I haven't seen Big Lebowski. I haven't seen, um, and that's one I want to see. 
What what is it? Um, I'm trying to think. And what some um, of and um, any of of the Godzilla movies? Oh, I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen a Godzilla movie. Probably one of the original Japanese Godzilla movies. Um, so there's there's several out there that I just can't think of what they are right now. But but anyway, so. So anyway, so that's all I got about this movie. I ain't got anything else to say about this movie other than hey, it's it's definitely worth a watch. You should definitely go check it out and see it. Um, it's on Hulu. It's probably super cheap. I think it's super cheap to rent on uh, Amazon. It used to be on Netflix and, and Amazon, but it's not on there anymore. But it is still on Hulu. So check it out and uh, enjoy it. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, anything else you got? You're looking forward to? Um, or getting into lately? No, not really. Okay. Well, WandaVision just came out on Disney+. Plus. What's that's, that? That's the new MCU TV show with Scarlet Witch and Vision. WandaVision. Get it? WandaVision. Um, the first. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. But if you don't know who Wanda, Wanda, you it, you do realize by saying that you're still dignifying it with a response. So anyway, um, <laughs> so they they there they released. You go. That's what you do. They released the first two episodes yesterday. Um, I watched them late last night, and early and 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 then today I got through the first episode, and it was basically like a black and white loose uh, Lucille Ball show episode and then i got into the second episode and it was still black and white like a lucille ball or bewitch type show and i'm like yeah no i'm done so i didn't even finish the second episode i was talking about how bad i thought it was this morning to all my discord friends and they're like yeah you know it's good it's just it's it's better than you think it is and so i went back and i finished the second episode today and it is there's there's some weird stuff going on. You're starting to, get to see little signs that that everything isn't what it seems, and they may be living in some kind of suspended animation, altered you know universe kind of thing. And they're starting to realize but, that uh, maybe this that isn't makes... real. So I I mean I'll finish watching it, but um, I think Wait. that I think that they if they had released the first three episodes. And giving us a few more of those little evil hints of evil underneath throughout, it'd have been a better hook than just showing the first two episodes, both of which were completely in black and white, like a nineteen fifties sitcom. So that would so I I I wish I'd waited until the whole season is out and just binged them all together. So there's that, but I am gonna watch that. Um and uh finished watching Mandalorian recently and that was really good season two there's another show that you should watch if you guys if you guys like the the reality shows at all and I'm not a huge fan of reality TV shows like the competition shows like Survivor or whatever but there's a really good one it's only I think six episodes and it's on Netflix called Win the Wilderness there's this couple there's this man Dwayne Osey and 30 years ago he walked, he hiked 57 miles out into the Alaskan wilderness, staked his claim on a, on a mountain and homesteaded a mountain and built over nine years, built a three-story log cabin and a, um, out in a guest house and a, a greenhouse on his land, cleared off the top of the mountain and made an airstrip so that you know, he could get supplies and stuff, met a woman and they got married and so they built this place. And now they're in their, you can tell they're in their 70s, maybe getting into their 80s. 
And so they know that they can't keep it up anymore and they're going to have to move on. So it's a, it's a competition with six couples and whoever wins the competition at the end of the show gets the mountain and gets the house. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and apparently they had pitched this show and a British production company picked it up because all the couples were British, you know, couples from Britain. But it was really good. It was really good. The competitions weren't that intense or whatever, but the competitions were there. Um, the couples were really good. Some were okay, but some were great. And, man, it tugged on your heartstrings when you got to the last episode and Dwayne and Rena, the OCs, literally walked out of the house never to come back again with the winning couple standing inside the house. It's now theirs. And this is a house that they've spent 30-something years building they own the mountain, and they're leaving and leaving it to these people. Wow. And and so when they go up to the top of the mountain, to the airstrip, to fly away back to civilization, I mean, Dwayne reaches down and grabs dirt in the airfield and grabs it and just holds it in his hand, and he says, take care of these people, talking to the mountain. I mean, this is his life. So... It was really good. It was really good. So it's worth a watch. It's only six episodes, too, so it's not a long thing. Um, and the couple that I liked from the very first episode, the couple that won. I nailed nice. it. I picked the right one. I'm not very good at that, but I picked the right one this time. So anyway, just some things to be looking forward to, some things you guys should check out. Uh, I don't have anything else. Um, it's almost 9 o'clock. We've been doing this for almost two hours. We started at 7. So- it's so 8.42. I told you, our longest episode yet. Yeah. So I'm sorry, everybody. Um, I'm sure Smashy's already gone to bed with <laughs> or trying to get her kid to bed. So <laughs> anyway, <coughs> thanks for listening. Um, I don't have anything else going on. Um, we'll be back next Friday. We typically do yep. this Fridays at 8 o'clock, not Saturdays. So we'll be back on our normal schedule next week. Oh, oh, we have to roll dice for our next movie. So that's what we yep. do. We roll dice and we literally pick a movie at random. We pick between Hulu and Amazon and Netflix, and we'll we'll rant, roll for the the uh, network. We'll roll for the category, and then we'll roll for the movie in that list. So let me roll and see what we got here. All right. So we like roll a twenty sided dice to pick one of the three categories. If it and Connor does this, if it's a one. We roll again. If it's a twenty, then the person that rolls picks the category, picks the the network, and then he's got it set up in the middle somewhere. So okay, I rolled an eleven, so that would be Hulu. So we're going to watch a movie off of Hulu again, and then going to roll by six sided dice, and I got a six. So that is a crime. That's in the crime genre. All right, and then let me get my percentage dice here. <clears throat> And I rolled a 35. So let me go look and find the 35th movie in the crime cat- crime genre on Hulu. I'll be right back, everybody. Oh, this looks kind of interesting. I, haven't, I don't even know anything about this. I've never heard of this movie before. What is it? Um, so we're going to be watching a movie from 2016 called The Limehouse Gollum. Huh. It stars Douglas Booth, Olivia Cook, Sam Just Reed. Just pronounced Gollum. Limehouse Gollum? Gollum? Whatever. 
Anyway, Golem. it's it's a crime mystery thriller. And the little huh. tag is, in Victorian London, a Scotland Yard inspector hunts down the sadistic killer behind a series of gory Jack the Ripper-like murders. That should be good. I like those kind of movies. So that's going to be our movie we're going to review next week. Yeah. And jump in with us. Uh, we love having people to talk to instead of just each other. Because uh, yeah. he's my kid, so I've been talking to him for 20-something years. It's, like, it's fun having other people to talk to sometimes. So... <laughs> Jump in with us, and um, if you're listening to this as a podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube, man, give us a like or a subscribe or any of those kind of things because ratings help us get noticed a little bit more. Uh, we don't do this to try to make money. We do this to have fun, but we, we, we like to have people to talk to, and the more people that know about us, the more chance we have to have people to talk to while we're doing it. So, yeah, exactly. So that's the fun part. Uh, if you'd been here last week when we had about 10 people in here, um, it was a blast and it was, um, sometimes inappropriate, but it was a blast. (laughs) So anyway, um, y'all, uh, thanks for coming by Pat. Thanks for, for, for following us and coming in and and finding us randomly, I guess. And Smashy as always, thanks for, for popping in when you can. And we've had a blast and we will see you guys next Friday at eight o'clock. So until next time. Stay nerdy, my friends. I didn't know you were still here, Smashy. Part of the dancer. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Thanks for watching. Peace. Bye, guys.